0: hello and welcome to the carolina sports show hope you're doing well i'm jose bahina and hope everyone have a uh, good and safe uh, new year's eve and new year's day uh, i unfortunately spent my new year's day uh, sick as could be i uh ended up with a stomach virus so uh actually <laughs> uh was just completely ill the whole day um uh, i didn't stay up uh on New Year's Eve to see the ball drop, I actually went to bed about 11:30 after I, uh, you know, uh, had my allotted two beers, and then uh, yeah, went to bed and woke up completely sick. So uh, it's kind of a bummer. It wasn't even alcohol induced. So uh, my neighbor actually had the uh, stomach bug the day before, and so uh, pretty sure that's how I got it. I had stopped by there. So, but you know she felt kind of bad about it, so she brought me a, uh, little care package filled with disinfectant spray and, uh, Clorox wipes and whatnot, and, uh, Elizabeth brought me home some, uh, bananas and Gatorade, so I was, uh, well taken care of, so, feeling fine now, so, anyway, so, uh, we'll dive into it here, and I'll take a look at the, uh, Federal Hockey League, where, uh, pick up where we left off with the, uh, Carolina Thunderbirds, uh, Last time we checked, it uh, was Saturday. They uh, were playing that doubleheader against the Cornwall Nationals due to the uh, improper ice conditions on Friday night. They uh, had moved that game to 12 o'clock on Saturday, and they resumed play from there. Uh, those were That was a uh, loss for the Thunderbirds, and then uh, that was 5-6 to six loss. And uh, that evening on the 30th, 30th of December, they... Uh, Thunderbirds still couldn't find a way to win against the best team in the league. Uh, they went down four to one. Like I said, they were just kind of gassed out by the uh, events of earlier that day. And uh, But on uh, Sunday, December 31st, the Carolina Thunderbirds did find a way to win against the Nationals uh, with uh, a late first period goal by Yuri Pestuka, Um To give Carolina a lead, uh, Which uh, was answered just three and a half minutes into the second period uh, by Tom Tostico of the Cornwall Nationals, and uh, the game was tied up uh, until almost the end of the second period. Until uh, Jason Barube uh, managed to score for the Carolina Thunderbirds. He's a newer player coming out of the uh, coming from the Watertown Wolves uh, to play for Carolina. So that was a nice way to introduce him and. Uh, there that was the last goal of the game. Uh, Carolina comes away with a win, so that was a uh, kind of nice. Uh, not a bad, uh, not a bad a little uh, ordeal either. Uh, had a special little New Year's Eve night, I know that, and they uh, had a smaller attendance. Uh, being a holiday, it was only 1620 people there, so still not too bad for this league, and uh. Thankfully, the Carolina Thunderbirds will actually have a little time off, uh, coming down the stretch. They won't play again until Friday, January the 12th. Uh, that'll be at home too, so they don't have to do any travel. So, uh, hopefully they'll be rested up to play, uh, Port Huron, uh, that Friday and Saturday. And take advantage of the time off, uh, Danville Dashers, actually, this is going to be their long week to play. Uh, they'll be playing four back-to-back games, uh, January 4th through the 7th, um, all those are at home uh, against Port Huron, and the Friday, Saturday, Sunday lineup is against the Watertown Wolves. And that'll be good enough to put Carolina in fourth place in the league, um, being led by uh, Danville, Port Huron, and Cornwall. Uh, Danville um, just edging out Carolina, and the uh, winning percentage, 567-528, uh, to 528, so... With uh, both of them having two winning game, uh, eleven winning games, um, it's two losses that separate them on the uh, in the loss column. And that's uh, that's gonna be the uh, the only way Carolina moves up is uh, getting past Danville. There, um, course lead is still being led by the Cornwall Nationals, all about port here on Prowlers. Uh, and below Carolina, we have the Watertown Wolves and the North Shore Knights. Uh, still with only those two wins to their uh, campaign this year but that's uh it's insane uh just look uh just a little bit here uh carolina is actually their goal differential is at plus one (laughs) plus one on the season um below that uh watertown is actually at zero dead even and uh the north shore Knights are negative 61 ouch So moving on from there, we're going to take a look at a little bit of hoops here. Uh, we've got the uh, Greensboro Swarm. They uh, played Saturday in Des Moines, Iowa against the Iowa Wolves. Uh, that was a loss for the Swarm, 86-95. <clears throat> and uh, Greensboro Swarm is going to look to uh, pull back and get out to the field house this uh, weekend, uh, Friday, January the 5th, against the Delaware 87ers. Uh, that's going to be uh, 7 o'clock on uh, January 5th. And they'll play against the Santa Cruz Warriors on January the 6th um, out by the field at the field house. So I might have to uh, try to make my way out there on the 6th. Uh, the Carolina Cobras are actually hosting their first open tryout uh, for the team, uh, the Arena Football League that'll be playing, uh, the Arena Football team that will be playing here as a part of the National Arena League um, coming in April so uh, they're hosting their first open tryout that Saturday so I might have to uh, go hang out. Uh, The tryout is going to be at the Greensboro Coliseum Complex which is the home to the Fieldhouse and the Greensboro Swarm so I might have to just uh, spend my day hanging out there and uh, checking out some of our local sports teams, uh, potential prospects and uh, See what the uh, swarm does against the uh, Santa Cruz Warriors. Uh, that'd be kind of cool. Yeah, might have to, uh, might have to do that. Um, looking on beyond, beyond that, uh, we got the uh, Charlotte Hornets, the uh, big brother to the Greensboro Swarm in Greens and uh, Charlotte. Uh, they're currently sitting at uh, thirteen and um, 12th in the Eastern Conference. Uh, not a uh, not uh, looking too hot there, uh, we've got, uh, no. know, uh, they, uh, posted another loss against the LA Clippers, um, their leading scorer being Kimball Walker for 30, um, that was a 98 to 106 loss, uh, and that was the return of Blake Griffith, so, uh, he came out in big numbers and, uh, helped his team, uh, Lou Williams was actually the lead scorer for the Clippers, though, um. But still, like I said, uh, Charlotte's just had a big struggle here. Uh, Their next game uh, actually is tonight um, against the Sacramento Kings. Uh, That's gonna be at 10 o'clock tonight. Then they'll play the Lakers on January the 5th. All right, so we're gonna take one second here and uh, dive into this call-in that I've got real fast and I'll uh, start that up, so let's see Hey Jose, this is Daniel uh, just wanted to say thanks for uh, wishing me a happy new year and I hope that you have a happy new year and had a good new year and holiday as well um, just want to tell you that I enjoy listening to the show um, and I'm looking forward to hearing your thoughts Uh, on everything um and actually quick question i just wanted to hear you know what your opinion is uh what do you think the panthers chances are uh for the playoffs coming up so anyways thanks a lot looking forward to the show again and uh have a good one man really want to thank daniel for that call in from the top deck sports show um that's going to bring up to my very next topic which is going to be the uh Actually, the NFC playoffs, I want to talk about that. I really think the uh, NFC is just such a strong division uh, compared to the AFC. Uh, But, yeah, of course, the uh, Panthers uh, are in the playoffs. Um, Unfortunately, I know the uh, Packers have missed out on that for this year. Uh, Sorry about that, Daniel. I know you are a Packers fan. But, I I mean, uh, Dom Capers is out as their defensive coordinator. Uh, Of course, in Carolina, we've had our – Our stint with Dom Capers, uh, previously, so, uh, you know, I'm, uh, I wouldn't have any love lost about that, so, uh, maybe over that GM, but, uh, maybe, I, 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 uh, don't think he's ever made any, uh, terrible draft decisions, decisions for, uh, Green Bay, so, I I wouldn't be too upset about it, uh. Yeah, that, that one uh, would bother me a little more than Dom Capers being out. But anyways, like I said, yeah, the uh, Panthers are sitting in the wild card round for the NFC. Uh, they're going to be taking on the Saints, uh, which, boy, uh, when I look at the Saints and I look at the Panthers, and, you know, they both have that 11-5 and five record. Um, but really, I think back to uh, watching the Panthers take on the Saints. Uh, and the Saints just really had Carolina's number both times uh, that they've played this season. Um, and that's a scary thought for uh, any of the uh, Carolina fans. Um, <laughs> and based off of the way they looked Sunday uh, when I was uh, watching that game as I was recording the New Year's Eve show, I just, they were way out of form. Uh, they just looked terrible. Uh, I know there was talk about, you know, Cannes as an MVP, Kentucky. Contet- uh, Contender, but that's any, any, that was already a long shot to begin with. But uh, any thought of that went way out the window uh, Sunday with uh, the way the Panthers played. Uh, Cam just looked miserable out there. Uh, Christian McCaffrey was not really effective on the ground. And uh, I think Greg Olson was like one of nine for receptions for like 10 yards. So it's just a miserable, miserable thing. Uh, but as I look at the uh, look at the uh, playoff picture here, uh, like I said, I like, I think if the Panthers made it past the Saints, I think that would be their biggest hurdle, really. Because once the uh, Panthers, you know, they have the, the same problem always. It depends so much on Cam's mental state as to what, how well he plays. If he's in a good mood, he plays great. If he's not, it's tragic. So I'd I'd like to see the camp, the uh, Panthers get over that hump and could uh, pull off a win against the Saints. Uh, that would have them playing against. Uh, let's see, that would have them playing against the uh, yeah against the Vikings. Want to say that have to play against the Vikings, I think. And then really, honestly, I don't think it would matter from there uh, either way. Uh, I would uh I wouldn't mind seeing uh the Panthers play against the Vikings again. Uh also I don't think anyone's afraid to uh really uh play against the Eagles anymore. Without Carson Wentz, I, I wouldn't be. Uh I think the Eagles are great. They're obviously the best team in the uh NFC, but I think without Carson Wentz their uh, playoff run is not gonna be nearly as deep as they had hoped. Um other uh, ones coming out of the wild card round that I like, I, I kind of like the Rams. Uh, Todd Gurley uh, is a strong running back, and I feel like that's going to be a big advantage for them against the Falcons. Uh, with that and Jared Goff, uh, you know, coming into his own out in L.A., that I feel like they're going to give the Falcons a good run, and I, I think it's probably going to go L.A.'s way. Uh... Uh, to just do um comment on the AFC side of the wild card round I'm looking at it and um you know I don't think uh yeah I don't I, the Bills I don't see them going anywhere in this uh, I think Jacksonville will probably uh win that one um I'm confidently I believe uh I know a lot of people don't believe in Blake Bortles and uh Everything he brings to the table, but I, I think Jacksonville will be able to uh, cream that one out pretty easy. I don't think it's going to be a contest there. Uh, Texans, uh, Titans, and the Chiefs. Uh, boy, that one to me is a kind of a toss-up. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know about that one. I don't watch enough AFC. I know. Uh, Chiefs came out hot this season, but uh, in the beginning, and then the wheels kind of fell off. Uh, Titans sitting at 9-7, and seven, not much better. Um, I have watched them play, and they just didn't look like they were in good form. Uh, Marcus Moriota didn't look like he was making, uh, he was confident in the pocket, and uh, just wasn't making good decisions on where to put the ball. So, I don't know. I guess... Um, I had to pick for that one. Uh, least that one's gonna be a coin toss to me. That's I'll leave it at that. Uh, and of course, like I said, then you've got the uh, divisional leaders. You've got the uh, your Patriots, Steelers, Eagles, and Vikings sitting up there, waiting for the wild card round to be over with. So uh, I'm just pretty interested. Uh, like I said, it's gonna be a good one. I I think if I uh, wanted to make a pick for Super Bowl Uh, I would say I'm gonna go with the Patriots Uh, and I think I like the Patriots and the Rams sounds like a sounds like a matchup you'd probably never hear but I like it I like uh, like the Patriots like the Rams so that's gonna be a it's gonna be my pick of uh, the Panthers don't uh, can't get over the hump of beating the Saints, that'll, uh, that'll be the way I lean is for the Rams. Um, might have to, uh, reshape that playoff picture as, uh, as it comes down the stretch, but that's, uh, that's the way I'm going to lean for it. Yep. Rams and Patriots. So, um, although this year is, I like it. we got a little bit of a mix-up, uh, in the AFC. It's not the, uh, It's kind of unique having the Bills, and this is the first time the Bills have been in in what 17 years, so that's kind of cool. Uh, And the Jags, uh, they're coming in, so it's it's kind of neat to uh, see these guys in the playoff picture. Um, Of course, not to mention the fact that the NFC has you know three NFC South teams in the wild card, so that's kind of cool to me, Uh, being that that's our division here. um, You know. Uh, the, like I always say, the NFC, like I said, I think is, um, a much more dazzling, uh, conference to watch than the AFC. And I think that the NFC South is just the strongest division in all of football. So, all right, so moving on from the NFL. I wanted to, uh, talk, take a minute and talk about the, uh, um, college football playoffs. It has absolutely zero to do with Carolina, but this is the uh, big thing that's going on right now, and as I've mentioned uh, before, one of my favorite teams happens to uh, have been in the uh, playoffs, so I'm uh, all about watching that. I love college football, so of course, uh, you know, just a sports guy, so uh, it was kind of nice. I actually had had the uh, game uh, playing uh, for the Rose Bowl game. Uh, I had it up and then uh, I actually put the Sugar Bowl up on the uh, projector screen, had it uh, spread out, you know, up on the uh, 10-foot wall. So it was kind of cool getting to watch that. Uh, uh, so we'll uh, talk about the uh, Rose Bowl. That was a uh, that was probably the one of the best games of college football I've ever watched uh, personally. Um, you've got a uh, you know Oklahoma coming out. Uh, Kind of wanted, to, uh, got Baker Mayfield, and wanted to uh, sling the ball around a little bit, you know, uh, getting those, uh, coming out with an early lead, uh, but for whatever reason, uh, they <clears throat> had that squib kick uh, right before the half, and I uh, let Georgia, uh, Georgia hit the uh, long field goal, 55-yard field goal, and uh, I think that was really a nice little moment for uh, the Dogs to. Uh, t- get a little, uh, energy back before halftime, and then, uh, they came out and, um, made some adjustments there. Kirby Smart is, uh, fantastically defensively-minded, uh, coach, so he made some, uh, adjustments there and, uh, able to keep Oklahoma, uh, down a little bit there, uh, just enough to, uh, come back with the, uh, I believe it was, uh, two touchdowns, uh, tie it up, uh. And I uh, take a lead, have Oklahoma uh, come back and tie it up one more time and send it into overtime. Um, and, of course, it uh, ended up Georgia's way 54-48 in double overtime. Um, of course, I I love watching both these teams. Uh, Oklahoma is sensational. I love watching Georgia. Um, I think Kirby Smart has done a fantastic job job with that program there. Uh, Lincoln Riley, same thing, just made it absolute impact first year uh, coaching out uh, uh, Oklahoma. But there was just the one moment that just kind of bugged me and I, I you know I hear, I've heard this both ways today but you know when Oklahoma had it, uh, they did that uh, they ran the ball, had that little uh, jet sweep and Then, you know, uh, they uh, end up having to kick it away, uh, kick the field goal, or kick for the field goal, block on a a fourth and one. Like, fourth and a, I don't know, less than a one. And uh, I just think, I'm like, man, I know you just, uh, Baker Mayfield's just not big enough to, uh, you know, get a solid QB sneak in there, but I feel like you could have just ran that in. I feel like, you know, just to. Give you the momentum to uh, you know get the first down and win the game, you know avoid the second overtime. But uh, you know, hey, I'm I'm no coach, but that was just uh, that was just the time I looked like I'm like man, if you gotta man up and go for it, that would be it. Oklahoma needed to do that. Uh, just a side note, man, I'm looking at the word Oklahoma on my screen, and it's, it's one of those words you look at the longer you look at it, it just uh, gets more and more foreign to you, foreign to you, yeah, so, Oklahoma, it's a fun word, anyways, that, yeah, the Rose Bowl, getting that double over time, and uh, actually running into the programming for the Sugar Bowl, uh, I had to switch over to uh, ESPN2 to start catching the, a uh, little bit of the uh, beginning of the Sugar Bowl, but, like I said, you know, uh, you couldn't, you couldn't ask for a better uh, game than that. Uh, between Georgia and Oklahoma, like I said, that's the pinnacle of college football, and that's why it is the single best sport on the planet, in my opinion. And then, of course, we had the Sugar Bowl. After that, Alabama, number four. Uh, like I said, people, uh, you know, have the big question about if Alabama should be in or out, you know in or out, in or out. You know, the Ohio State. You know, they didn't win their conference championship. And to all that, I just say, blah. <laughs> uh, came in and just straight smoked Clemson. Uh, you know, <laughs> Clemson just—they looked terrible. Uh, Kelly Bryant was able, wasn't really able to move the ball downfield. Alabama could do as they wanted. They ran the ball all over them. Uh, Jalen Hurts wasn't in the best form. He did have that. Awkward handoff, uh, taking the snap and dropped it. Uh, uh, and Clemson was able to recover off of that. But uh, even worse was then the uh, interception uh, for Kelly Bryant to set up the uh, touchdown. And then the uh, pick six uh, so, uh, that Alabama had on, on Kelly Bryant. And it's just, I mean, uh, held Clemson to two field goals. Uh, Alabama wasn't able to score uh, run up the board on them you know 24 to 6 isn't a great lead but man it was a you know you expected or at least I did anyways a lot of people did expected you know Alabama just to run all over it wasn't going to be the actual game wasn't going to be the big sexy match of being Clemson and Alabama you know the, the trilogy but uh you know, it it's, it had the name. You know, that was to me part of that was the name of Alabama, Clemson. Uh, like I said, living over here in North Carolina, there lately, uh, the past year or two, there's been <clears throat> hundreds of Clemson fans who've crawled out of the woodworks. Uh, mainly uh, Fairweather fans, I'll, I'll say that. Uh, you know, uh, love that. Yeah. Uh, so, anyways. Uh, yeah, they man, Clemson just looked terrible. Um, and I'll be honest, I've, ne- I'm may even call it salt from last year, uh, but I've never been, not been big on Clemson this year. Um, I'm sorry, I just don't think the number one team in the country would have a loss to Syracuse. And I know what people say, well, Kelly Bryant wasn't in that game. Well, Kelly Bryant was in this game last night, and he still didn't come out and play. I mean, you couldn't have... I don't know, like I said, it's Clemson did not look like a number one team in the country. Oklahoma looked like the number two. Georgia looked like the number three. They Those two actually probably... You could have probably bumped those up higher. And uh, if, I, if I really had to uh, base that off the way they looked last night, I would say Georgia looked like the number one team in the country. Uh, I'd say, I guess, Alabama looked like the number two. Oklahoma three, Clemson probably looked like the, the number seven. Just absolute terrible bashing they took, but you know this Clemson team. I like I said, I've not been on the hype train all year. I, everyone around here has just been all about uh, Clemson football, and I've I've always thought that they weren't they never looked great this year. Uh, like I said, they skated by on a win against uh, Louisville early in the season. Uh, they scraped by. Uh, Couple other close matches uh, I remember. Um, they just, like I said, they never looked like they had a big convincing win to me. Um, and I figured we'd catch up with them eventually. Uh, like I said, uh, Kelly Bryant went down in this game against Syracuse, put that loss there, and people, like I said, uh, just made up all the excuses. That's all I heard was the excuse about Kelly Bryant not being in the game. And you know, like I said. This was it. This was the, the big show for Clemson, and they laid an egg. So, anyways, that's enough harping on that. I just needed to get that out of my system because, like I said, I'm, I am a huge Alabama fan, so I was pretty excited about that. I wish they had played a little bit better. Um, but, you know, uh, shout-out uh, for Jaron uh, Payne, or Duron Payne, for Kim... Getting the interception and running that uh that touchdown that was pretty that was a pretty nice uh, I retweeted earlier it's a uh, an old I want to say it was an old post of uh his where he uh had mentioned something about uh if he ever ran or, you know there was gonna come a day where he was gonna run that one play and he was gonna uh you know uh, go out catch it and run it back. You know, in score, so uh, that was kind of nice. I think that was back in two thousand twelve that he posted that, but uh, that was pretty good. Uh, I tweeted that out, so you can go check that out inside Arena Jose on Twitter. All right, with that, uh, like I said, uh, yeah, the uh, college football playoffs now have absolutely nothing to do with uh, Carolina. Clemson was uh, the closest thing, you know. Uh, they're from South, they are South Carolina school, so I will say that they are. Part of uh, the area I'll cover, um, you know, but uh, South Carolina, North Carolina, we are two different states. A lot of people uh, don't seem to make that distinction very often, but believe me, there is a big difference. Um, anyways, uh, yeah, so as I look forward to uh, the all SEC championship, uh, national championship. Uh, that's going to be January the 8th. I am just excited. Uh, I've been looking forward to... Uh, I wanted to watch Alabama against Georgia. I figured this was the way uh, it was going to go. Uh, that's uh, how I've been calling it to everyone. So, <clears throat> pardon me. And they, uh, yeah, I um, I figured it was going to be uh, the all-SEC matchup. Uh, I know some people all, uh, get a little offended about the uh, SEC matchup being the best conference in the uh college sports but you know it's uh it is what it is and uh i can't wait to see kirby smart and uh nick saban go head to head of course uh you know there's the big you know 11 and 0 uh for nick saban so uh it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty interesting um, i think it's uh it's gonna be fun to see uh nick chubb and sonny michelle running us the alabama defense uh and uh see how Georgia can uh make the stops uh against Alabama. I boy, that is going to be a close game for me. I uh, really uh I really want to believe in the Crimson Tide, and uh I think Alabama's going to win it all. I really do. Um I think Georgia is going to put up a good fight, but you know, everything that Kirby Smart um was able to do for Alabama as a defensive coordinator, I think it's going to come into play. Um but I want to. Uh, I think uh, Nick Saban and Brian Duvall, they are gonna—they're gonna, uh, gonna uh, make a uh, quick route and uh, make make the necessary adjustments to uh, win that game. You know, uh, I think it'll be uh, it'll be interesting. Alabama's got the uh, you know stage presence. The uh, they've been there before. You know, they're used to these big games. So. Um, Hopefully that'll be it. Um, I'm calling Alabama's national champion. Uh, then I'll have to go out and get another shirt and hat, and then I'll have to uh, wear that out and uh, make sure all these uh, Clemson fans around here uh, know it. Uh, like I said, I've... yeah. <laughs> like I said, that's just annoying. It's just annoying to me. Like I said, I, you know, um, last year uh, when Clemson came and played in. Um, Winston Salem at Wake Forest. The, there were so many people uh, just uh, decked out in orange and purple here. This, I mean, absolutely, you would have thought it was a Clemson home game, uh, the way everyone was leaning. So, it's all I like, said. So, uh, yeah, I guess I guess you can say it's a bit. I am. I may be a little bit salty about uh, the way it went last year, but you know not so much the way the game actually went like so just the way that uh, I always have to hear about it that's the annoying thing so I, I sympathize with the uh, Atlanta Falcons fans but uh, you know it's, it's annoying uh, and just like I said last year you know you run that same game back <laughs> again and I, I don't think Clemson would have won that you know they won on a, a, a last second play so uh, like I said I don't I don't think they, uh, Alabama was a worse team other than, you know, in that moment, but just tired of hearing about it from Clemson fans. So glad to see uh, this one, this chapter has gone that way. Like I said, Alabama two, Clemson one, so. And uh, Bama gets to play for the championship, so. All right, so I think uh, that's just about going to wrap it up for uh, me here today. Uh, Like I said, uh, hopefully you've uh, taken the time to follow me on Twitter at uh, Inside Arena Jose. Uh, Like I said, still uh, waiting to hear back a little bit of feedback uh, from some people. Uh, See, uh, like I said, I I wanted to ask, uh, Super Bowl's coming up. So like I said, how do you watch your sports? Uh, What is your, like you have, like I said, cable uh, or satellite? Uh, have you, like I said, taken the steps to cut the cord and, uh, you know, use your Netflix and, uh, you know, kind of just watch games at your buddy's house? What, uh, like I said, I, I use YouTube TV. Uh, that's my main source. I've, uh, get most of my, uh, most of the, uh, NFL games and NBA games and just about everything I want on there. It's, uh, like I said, pretty, pretty slick little, uh, deal for me. So I like it. Um. Like I said, to me, it's much more convenient than the cable. I've got, uh, you know, mobile access on my phone. Got it on my Xbox. Chromecast in the living room. Uh, keep that hooked up to the projector. Um, so it's pretty nice. Um, I dig it. I dig it a lot. But like I said, you know, what do you use? Uh, this is, you know, a lot of people are just, like I said, getting onto the, uh, just using streaming services as opposed to uh, traditional Cable subscriptions and satellite subscriptions. So, just wanted to, uh, like I said, see uh, how that plays into your uh, your sports uh, and uh, your viewing experience. Uh, you, heck, I was lis- I still listen to a lot of my sports on the radio too. Uh, a lot of times, I uh, I have a SiriusXM XM uh, account. So uh, when I'm uh, not at home and uh, I'm on the road or something, I'll be. Uh, Tuning into uh, the sports on there, uh, NFL and uh, NBA. So, uh, uh, like I said, I listen to uh, the Carolina, Hur- uh, Carolina Hurricanes. Uh, they come on uh, a local radio station out of Raleigh, so I'll listen to them. Uh, the Thunderbirds' their hockey uh, games are uh, broadcast every uh, every home game and away game actually. Yeah, every yeah, every Carolina Thunderbirds game is broadcast uh, off of a local station here in Winston-Salem, <clears throat> and I'll listen to that, and, uh, speaking of hockey, I'm actually, uh, got the, uh, Hurricanes and Capitals playing on the, uh, TV in the background here, uh, they've just began, uh, first period play, so, <clears throat> want to see how this, uh, this is what I'll be doing the rest of the evening, probably just watching this, um, but yeah, like I said, uh, that's gonna be our wrap-up for tonight, uh, like I said, um, Thunderbirds don't play until January the 12th, uh. The Panthers are in the playoffs. Uh, gotta get over that hump of beating uh, the Saints. Uh, like I said, that, uh, and hopefully uh, Cam can be uh, the best form of Cam possible to uh, help his team make a run of the playoffs. Uh, like I said, overall, I like I like the Patriots, and uh, I like the Rams uh, coming out of that. But, hey, we'll just have to see how it goes. Uh, you know... I'll definitely be uh, keeping up with that uh, in a later episode. Uh, who do you like in the Super Bowl? That's another good, uh, good question for feedback. Uh, who do you? Who are your Super Bowl picks? Uh, who your? Who's your pick for the college football playoffs? Uh, 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 who do you think is going to win the championship? Rather, um, I guess it's a bit late to ask about the playoffs, but yeah, do you uh, do you think it's going to be Georgia or Alabama? Um, why? Because I mean, like I said, you've got. The uh, absolute juggernaut that it has been, Alabama. You've got, um, like I said, the Kirby Smart, you know, the protege of Nick Saban, uh, you know, tearing it up in the uh, SEC East. So, you know, I'm, I can't wait. I'm excited about that. Uh, yeah, we'll have to see uh, which way that goes, and uh, we'll keep up. Uh, so uh, stay in touch with me like I said uh, leave me uh, any feedback if you haven't liked uh, favorite my station yet uh, do that like I said on Twitter inside Arena Jose Um, like I said we'll have to uh, probably uh, get back up uh, talk a little bit more about uh, what comes out of the Carolina Cobra's uh, first try out if if I make it out there and uh, like I said get a little time to uh, chat with the coach out there Um, yeah we'll see how everything goes Uh, thanks again for listening I'm Jose Bahina. this is the uh, Carolina Sports Show so so Take it easy. Much peace and love to everyone.